Yo! It's a stupidly small podcast. It's Monday, 9th of October 2017. Now, Lauren Clark, can you believe mm. that we're doing a, well, some sort of a clip show, but we, we're introducing it in our own special way because it, it, it's important we give our own twist on each episode for this week. Because well, it is. Busy. Because, yeah. because we've selected some absolute crackers this week, Stu. Now, it should oh, be noted that yes. we know that we've been lately, things have been up and, up and about a bit, so we decided this week to go to Fizz Certainty and just mm-hmm. introduce some old favourites. And Stu, haven't we found one today? Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> really? it's just... <laughs> I mean, for everybody. those new to the look, for those new to the show, Lauren Clark, yeah, welcome, uh, welcome they, to them. Yeah, they might have missed some of the early episodes. Like we, we are six hundred and fifty episodes old or thereabouts. Yes, and uh, early on in the piece, and I'm talking sub one hundred. Yeah, we uh, we we did something a little bit different. And uh, if, if you do remember this, we <laughs> we actually beamed our podcast uh, yeah. to the moon. And, we did. Um, we did. And and I thought it was a really – I mean, look, I don't like to sort of go on too much about old shows, but um, it was it was drunk. pretty fantastic kind of, you yeah. know, to, to be the first in the world to do a moon uh, Moonscape podcast. Um, and all those I guests think we had on. a Mooncast. A Mooncast. We, we were the first to do a Mooncast. Uh, quite often commercial radio try and claim it now, but it was us. It was definitely us. And as you can tell here, I mean, we laid in the groundwork. We've obviously done a lot of research to, you know, in order to set this podcast up that you're about to listen to. This is an older podcast. We're just, just so you know, we're just about to. So the to technology's not as good as it, it technology, is. Technology, yeah. You might be, you might find a few little, uh, kind of glitches in there, but, uh, some Plus really, really good intergalactic guests as well. Yeah. 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 I mean, totally. And uh, look, just one thing mm, before, yes. I mean, I know you've got to set it up and we have to go because these are quick intros they are. to pod that are our favorites. And, yes. uh, but, uh, look, it reminded me, do you, do you remember that film Revenge of the Nerds? Of course I do. <laughs> well, yes. Do you yes. That, do you remember when the nerd, uh, picked up, the 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 sorority or the cheerleader, yeah. and the, to me that was one of the hottest scenes in Hollywood history. <laughs> you and every boy who was how old were you? Would you have been when that I came? Thirty five. In rubbish. You I were, don't know. You I was were, old enough to know better. You were? Were you? Were no, you? Though? I was old enough I to not know what were. they were actually doing. No, exactly. <laughs> but it seemed pretty hot. And Laura Clark, yes. this is that. This is the equivalent of that scene from Revenge and Urges podcast. To me, uh, if you don't have smoke coming out of your ears by the time we say farewell, then there, there, there may be something wrong with you. Look, it's a mooncast that's also, uh, you know, really, we don't want to set it up too much because, God, I mean, mm. but it, it really was, it really was special. So let, let's leave uh, let's leave it with everyone, Stu, and um, we can... See what they think, mate. You know, go and find us later. We're on uh, Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on iTunes. Just because we're not actually recording podcasts individually this week does not mean that we don't exist. So please mm-hmm. get in touch. We'd love to hear your feedback just once again about the Mooncast today. And um, we are stupidly big on all of those things. So we'll leave uh, the listeners with it, shall we, Stu? Happy uh, smoke, ear bending Mooncast <laughs> Monday, everybody. <laughs> Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast for Thursday, the 5th of February, 2015. I'm Stuart Farrell. Hello, Lauren Clark. Hello, Stuart. How are you? Bit crook, but uh, it's my own fault. Oh, really? It's all right. It's all right. Pray 
Well, no. It just, you know how you start a year and you say, I'm going to do... I did say this earlier, or yes. maybe during the summer series. I'm I going have... to do quality over quantity. It is. Well, for the past... So four days since Sunday, no, mm-hmm. since Thursday, yep. since no Sunday. What am I talking about? Today's Thursday. Yeah. Since then. Yeah. Uh, I haven't. I've sort of reverted back to 2014, uh, Stuart. And today I've woken up feeling uh, paying for it. So the wagon and your proximity to the wagon that uh, I fell off and rolled down a cliff. But yes. uh, I'm back. And you know what's great about oh, 2015? No, you know, we're no all more. doing it. No, we're all doing it, babe. What? Tony Abbott started. He's the boss of Australia, so if he can do it, we can all do it. Yeah. It's the buzzword. It's the thing that we all can embrace when we've maybe been a little bit bad. I think, ladies we, and gentlemen, here's your tip. Yeah. We can reset. <laughs> you, you reckon you yeah. can reset? You just reset. Wipe the slate clean. You just say it. You I'm just say. Boop, resetting today. Yeah. Okay. And it's fantastic. It's. Uh, I know of <laughs> a. Uh, I've got a young friend who goes to a school. Yeah. And that's how they're told to uh, get their life together. Is it? Like if they if they're going to clean up the you know you know play school right, mm. and you're uh, you got your crud everywhere. Yeah, they they call it at a point and go right gang, doot, we're going to reset. So and reset basically means clean up, reorganize, get start back to where you want to be, where you yeah. were before. Get get onto your uh, uh, initial mission. Even it's very it's very uh, clever that the prime minister uses a word like that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Reset. Why is that? Just because. Indicates a kind of cleanliness, you know. It does. It is like kindergarten, re- where you reset or you. It just it just kind of wipes away so much of the mess. It's fantastic verbally, but nobody's buying it. So, as with the prime oh. minister, uh, no. I'm not sure I'm buying the reset because, my dear, I was um, resetting is the best. You, I, I last week or something. No, it was, I think it was even earlier this week. Said that I wouldn't tease you for your, you know, drinking. Even though you were going to me yesterday about it. It was yesterday. <laughs> See, this is what happens in a week. Mm. Uh, yeah, about about booze and about mm-hmm. how you you keep coming off the wagon. And I said I wouldn't have gone you sound if so you hadn't. Bad. Yeah. Started by saying, "Here we go, everybody. This is the new me." It was you saying that, again. though. Why do you make the big call? Because you don't have to do that. Just moderate. And when someone says to me, "Moderate," it's almost like they hit a permission button. Oh, really? So you, so I you went away after no. yesterday's podcast. You went away and just went, "Whatever. All bets are off. I'm going to just drink." Did you go to the <laughs> Raccoon Club and drink ninety? I haven't been. I couldn't get there yesterday because I had to have a meeting with someone. Uh, on the other side of town. A meeting, that he would've... says. A meeting. Mm. And then, but anyway, yes. re- resetting. It's reinventing. It's the new one. That's no, it, great. And it's, it's so a, it's quick. Excellent. In the mornings. You know, I've had to reinvent myself. I love uh, that we're all emulating the Prime Minister's behaviour. Yeah. Well, it's it's just great. I Seriously, because I, I, I have guilt. From yeah. Sunday through Wednesday, I have a four-day guilt. Yeah. Because I was eating white bread. Um, I, I did a few drinks, um, which I enjoyed. It was fine. I went out for ate a hamburger, yeah. all that sort of stuff. Yeah. My guts today are really telling me you have, you have punished us. Right. So you wake up, and rather than feeling bad for the rest of the week yeah. and go, oh, I'll start again next week, you go, bang, nah, it starts today, reset. Okay. I've had to reinvent myself. And this, uh, this is a bit of a case of reverse smug and Freud, I think, oh, yeah. where those like yourself mm. – that have given me so much grief. Oh, 
so must, much. No, grief. this is about something else. Yeah, must and have used this against me for badness, not goodness. Good English. There. Yeah, that was excellent. So descriptive. Yeah. Uh, can now <clears throat> badness, I, not goodness. I wonder how you how much you're going to suck up to me when you find out. Oh, this is going to be good. What are you talking no. about? Well, you know, in, I try to enjoy life. You know, everything that that uh, Mother Nature's given us, the sun, oh, the the beach, yeah. the water, the uh-huh. sand, whatever. So I did spend some time out, uh, a little bit of time out the bay, sailing around. And for that, I copped earful after earful of smug, uh, rude put-downs from you um, about having a yacht <laughs> and uh, calling me... Rude put-downs? Yeah. Put, you know, just, just smug little just snide... Said- um, you know, I just wax. refer to you as 007 and stuff for a bit. I don't think that's... It's disgusting. Anyway, uh. well, you can take all that back because uh, the boat sunk. So... <laughs> um, are you serious? Oh, how happy are you? Are you this? serious? I'm very serious. So you owned a boat... You're sitting at the bottom of the bay. That you... S- <laughs> Hang on. I wasn't on it when this First happened. First of all, mind, mind you. is this a boat that you... Is this like the... The HMAS stew or something. No, is it the it's, sp- one sparkle like, pants? If the you, boat. as you would say, if you squinted, I may have had a, a, a little bit of a legal share in it. I see. So you had squint. a bit of, but it, it was almost like the, the, the boat and I had been um, on a trial separation. Okay? I see. Right. And it was out. Mm-hmm. It was out on the bay doing its thing with uh, with its with my former wife. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and his dad and some other people. Yeah. And um, it, it ran into some difficulties and it is what no were longer the difficulties? Now it's firewood. The water. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, no, I think, I think uh, the, from what I can tell, because um, the person who was sailing her that particular day, like that, her. Yeah, um, he's so nautical. Mm hmm. Uh, <laughs> lost his mobile and all that in the sinking. So right. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I haven't spoken directly to him. I'm only getting secondhand stories. I don't moment. believe you've even had a boat. I think this is all <laughs> a big lie. I took you out there and pointed it out. You did actually. Yeah. You, but you, did, you know, know what you did. <laughs> you actually didn't know exactly which one it was. <laughs> I actually it did. I couldn't tell. Half an hour to figure it out. There's about Thirty boats in close proximity. Anyway, she uh, drifted into she drifted, she into shore. And then it was towed back out by the, the coast guard, and then it t- just took. She took on too much water, and uh, down she went. So listen. Yeah. Had you ever been on the boat? Yes, heaps of time. <laughs> that is disgusting that you even say that. Well, no, it's not. Why? Because you're hardly out in the boat every second day. That's what I said. I, I was uh, my relationship with it had been. Why is that? I've still got boating gloves at home in the laundry. I look at them each day and go. <laughs> I don't know. It's like wind in the willows when Toad gets a... Toad doesn't have rope burning the inside palms of his hand as he tries to get the mainsail up, okay? Okay. Toad doesn't So you know what a mainsail is. That's good. And a jib. Um, Sure. Mm -hmm. Uh, What? Why did you decide that you wanted to put money into a boat? It's beautiful. Being out on the water is one of the greatest things you can do uh, for your soul. That's why. No, really why? Seriously, I love it. So, 
It's freedom. So man. did you use it a lot when you first got it or put, paid Look, the, put no, money no, into see, it? I or? wasn't part of the initial uh, team of four. Mm-hmm. And then as people dropped away from it for various family or, you know, just couldn't commit, mm. um, I sort of slowly was – Didn't want to own a boat that was going to sink. I was slowly sneaking into <laughs> one of those positions. Yeah. And uh, the, the summer of thirteen fourteen actually, I, um, I spent a bit of time on her. Um, but then uh, we we drifted apart this year because of just busy, you know, oh, 20, in 14 we drifted apart and um, the call was made, we're going to have a big summer in it. I ne- this big summer never happened Yeah. because uh, I had other things going on Yeah. and then she sunk. So, yeah, sad, sad times when you lose I someone am, so close to you. You are such a bewildering human being. How so? Because, you know, but for you buying that boat... If somebody, or not buying it, but putting, you know, whatever. Mm. If I had said, a friend of mine owns a boat, mm. imagine how much trouble I'd be in. Oh, you've got friends who own boats, do you? I'm going to buy a boat. Boat, a boat, a boat, a boat. You would have like thought all, everybody who owned a boat was a knob, wouldn't you? No, I, I'm going to get a fishing boat now, power boat. Oh, no. Mm. Don't be one of those knobs. So we should... Dedicate this program not only what to was, our sponsor, the Raccoon me, Club. But what was she called? She was called the Seahorse. Rest in peace, my friend. Stupid. Now, Lauren. Yeah. Bit uh, perturbed that you just laughed at the name of that boat, but we uh, shall move on. That's excellent. The Seahorse. <laughs> what? It's so funny about that. What would you call it? It's just the so un 007. <laughs> I had a vision of you like changing into a different person, putting on like wraparounds <laughs> and those gloves and just like putting up the mainsail and then sailing around onto the open waters and then you called it the seahorse. It was called the seahorse and it just had a picture of a seahorse on it. It didn't have the word, <laughs> just a tiny little quite small one. Uh, it was actually a very cool boat. Anyway. Oh, uh, yeah. So got a question pretty cool. for you. Mm, it's yes. Thursday morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's various crimes, you know, that deserve punishment. Um, there are crimes that don't get the punishment that they deserve. What are you crossing your arms for? No, no, I'm just wondering where on earth this is going. Well, look, let me let me tell you a little story. Yeah. I, I've got a friend, okay? Oh, yeah. It, really? Okay. And his yeah. sister yeah. gave him a plant, a friend Japani. Oh, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. His frangipani was given to him about 12 years ago. Now, the frangipani uh, died, all but died, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, I'm not going to let this frangipani die. Mm-hmm. So he took the frangipani to work. <laughs> Why do you say that's a bit weird? Yeah. Right? And over 12 years, nurtured this frangipani, right? <laughs> yes. To, it, it grew to massive proportions. Yeah. It was it was. Big, healthy. It was at the front of this company. It looked beautiful. Yeah. It was. He had to keep changing pots and lovingly rehousing it and just feeding it. And it, it was. It was like a companion. Yeah. This a man and his friend Japani shall you know is one of the strongest bonds. That, famously, uh, yeah. Famously in literature, <clears throat> music. In Me and my friend Japani, a famous Beatles song. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And um, that uh, John Lennon wrote about his friend Japani. Now this. <laughs> Plant. In his less political years. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> before he met Yoko, yeah. he was cuddling up in bed with the frangipani. Now, this frangipani yeah. sat out the front on a pallet 
and strapped to a pellet so that the water could drain. So he would water it lovingly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The water would drain through the soil. Um, it, the strapping was on there because it was so top heavy. Yep. He didn't want it to topple over. Yep. But it looked beautiful. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Monday, this man goes to work making his morning coffee. His workmate says, oh, did you take the frangipani home, mate? Oh. He goes, what? He goes to the front of the building. The frangipani is gone. Stolen. Right? What? How the hell can someone steal a man's frangipani? I don't know. So he's in a tiz, as you would be. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Once I'm like Lizzie's frangipani. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know what to do. It's tis time. Yep. Yeah, tis time now. <clears throat> Where is my friend Japani? And then he went around because the, the business, it's like, if you could imagine, is, is a warehouse in yeah. a, a whole heap of warehouses together. So the whole heap of different businesses all in one location. Yeah. Right? He goes around to all the businesses asking if anyone's got the body corporate video camera footage. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I do. Come upstairs. We'll have a look later on. Goes to watch the footage. Sunday, here comes a bloke. Comes in on a fork. Takes, You're kidding. Takes a French penny and drives off. Right? What do you mean on a fork? He had a forklift. You're kidding. So it was a deliberate hit on this French penny. What? Mm. What an investment. Mm. Anyway, and off he drew. This drove. sounds like an urban myth. It's a fa- it happened on the weekend. I'm telling you, this, this a is a true story. person came on a. Fork, you know, with a forklift to get a frangipani plant. Yeah. Anyway, he located it and uh, I don't know what happened since. But see, the... How did he locate it? Uh, because he went driving around. You're kidding. And saw the frangipani. No. Yes. Well, how, you can't drive a forklift down the highway. He's not taking it to the other side of town. So your friend just figured, oh, he kind of gone far with the family. Well, he just sort of gone a bit of a recon mission. And, uh, yeah. So my question to you, Lauren. This story is unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it's 100% true. Sure, but it's, wow. My question to you is. Yeah. Remember, this is the same person. French Penny, why would you? How big was this? This is the point. It was a big one. Yeah. It was a big is, one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What sort of person? Feels that entitled that they can just take someone else's frangipani or anything for that matter. Where is it coming from that this sort of behaviour is seen as normal by people? It's not. I like that is not crime, normal. right? <laughs> don't, don't get me wrong. Now, don't get me wrong. I, do, a, I do like crime. But you? I like the nudge, nudge, wink, wink type of crime, okay, which is... I know I'm doing wrong, but kind or, of thing. Yeah, or you know what? Um, small businessman. And um, yeah. well, like t- taking stationery from your office, or well, a little no? bit bigger than that. But <laughs> but this stuff, with and I suppose you, you with your law background will say this is a fallacy. But you know the victimless crime when when it, it, it's a bit more of a hey, I've got these shirts here. They come off the back of a truck top. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They go, yeah, oh, yeah, good yeah. on you, cobber. Yeah. But when you're taking someone's plant or or pet. The other side of this is these people yeah, going around stealing dogs. Full on. Yeah. I mean, they use them for bait dogs and stuff, but who the hell, what is wrong with a person? And there should be stronger crimes against this sort of stuff. I'm coming out. Like, there, there have been a lot of... Um, I'm coming out. Out of the... Well, 
I'm coming out against frangipani theft. Well, yeah, theft against plants or crimes against plants and dogs. Do you know that there's another? There's not enough people standing up for them. Apparently, there's a there are people who poison trees. Like you know, they don't like the tree because it gets in the way of their view, so they nip yeah, yeah. over and poison the thing, that's and right. it dies, and it could be a two hundred year old tree. That's right. The view, and that's and uh, especially down at uh, Point Lonsdale, what they've done there now, because mm. uh, apparently there was some tree poisoning going on, is that the council erected billboards that are about five meters or six meters high, that look straight into the people's house, like the second story in front of the beach, saying people are poisoning people are poisoning the trees here, like right. So you're going to get your thing blocked. Um, you see, you'll see down at St Kilda, Albert Park, Port Melbourne, um, um, along the foreshore, tree poisoning, um, especially along the, the um, what's that road called that goes up through Sandringham and uh, Bay Road, Bay is road, it? Yeah. Beach Road. The Beach well, Road, all that, like yeah. the, through the Brighton, through the Sandringham areas, a lot of signs up there saying... Your Brightons and your Sandys. <laughs> yeah. Well, we like to sail around that area, lovely sailing down Brighton, but uh, there's a lot of tree poisoning What are you going to do now you there. don't have a boat? How Protect are you, trees. How are you going to get your, uh, you know, maritime fix? Um, You're going to get a, one of those ones. Jet ski? No, you just said before you're going to get like a motorboat. Yeah, get a fishing boat. You go out yuck. there and catch snapper Ooh. and flathead. Yuck. What do you mean yuck? I don't know. Why? <laughs> Didn't you say you're like sitting on the water and it's just you and the sail and all that stuff? Where yeah, you? I like all that, but I like um, cruising. Like I like being able to move and not being caught in a shipping channel and drifting towards a tanker. That can, is what can happen if your motor fails and you're on a yacht. No, I wouldn't know. I don't like. I don't like going on boats. I love the water. I swim and do all watery things, mm. but don't like boats. Anyway, how that, is sad, that, is, that is probably the saddest thing. If, if I had a really? child and they came to me and said, Papa, I don't like boats, I would be gutted. Really? Yeah. Would you? Mm. That is the, the one true freedom that a human can experience. No, it's the opposite to me. I don't feel free at all. I feel trapped. Oh, poor Lauren. No, it's true. And a little seasick, if I'm honest. <laughs> Stupid. Loz, yep. just before we get out of here, we should be thanking mm. our sponsor this week. And it is, of course, we've been, has been all week, the Raccoon Club down there at 145 Plenty Road, Preston. What I've loved about the Raccoon Club mm. is that a lot of our listeners yeah. have um, been getting in contact on, on Facebook and stuff saying, hey, man, I love that, John. I love yeah, it. the fact that it's uh, sponsoring the podcast. So thanks to those people, but thanks most importantly to the Raccoon Club. They're open Tuesday to Friday, mm-hmm. 5 p.m. to late. Saturday and Sunday, 2 p.m. to late. Okay, so you can always get yourself a nice little uh, all Victorian wine, maybe a, a good selection of Australian spirits. You know, they have that uh, beautiful uh, Tasmanian whiskey, single yeah. malt. What's that called? Mm, that's delicious. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. But, you know, the Tasmanian one that everyone goes bonkers over. All right. That's part of a collection of 90 single malt whiskeys mm. they have down there, and uh, which we have promised. Yes. To take the 90 single malt whiskey challenge mm-hmm. where we sit there for so seven days. So what's you've promised that? No, I'll do it. we're both doing it because we're a team. And you know what? We support, <laughs> hey, we support our sponsors. We do support. That is true. That is the only reason I've remotely gone along Have with a look this. at my skin. You know what that is? 
support of the booze industry who supports us? Electric body. Oh, Moisturizer. Right. Sorry, I look 10 years younger. Yeah, no, mate, that's what you look. That's right. Uh, dude, it's beautiful <laughs> stuff. You know, have a look at you. That stuff you is You eat nice. a lot of organic food from Series Market. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. My nails. The Super Red Nail Sisters. They are amazing today. Look at those toned thighs of yours. The bike you got down at Melbourne Uni Bike Shop. All of these businesses we support, right? We certainly do. And the one that we're going to be supporting... Ten taps featuring Victorian craft beers. Uh-huh. I, I mean, this could be the wrong day to reset, I think, after reading <laughs> this. And you know what? You're ordering your own food, so you don't get ganked. You can, there's a lovely shop next door. They've got food trucks that come by on a Friday. The Raccoon Club, 145 Plenty Road, Preston. Find it on Facebook. And again, Lauren, how do you spell raccoon? And double C, double O. That's right. And uh, we will be giving them their big farewell and thank you tomorrow on the Friday edition. But, mwah. Thanks for King Club. Wow. Yeah. Now, Lauren. What's in your phone? Oh, God. You sang along then. I saw you. Oh, well, I, my doctor said if you sing along, it lessens the pain. Mm-hmm. What's in your phone? So, <clears throat> pretty light on today for what's in my phone <laughs> because this happened yesterday. Somebody came out into the kitchen when I was in the kitchen. Okay. At work. Yeah. And I, I, I just opened the dishwasher, and I, and it obviously is just that a metaphor. So, yeah, so. <laughs> it's a euphemism. Euphemism, sorry. No, no, it just that opened. Could be a bad one, though. <laughs> Oops, sorry, love. I just opened the dishwasher. <laughs> Funny in light of what I'm about to say, which Uh-oh. now is hideous. <laughs> Thank you for that, Stuart. Uh, I don't know that I want to. Anyway, come on. The person came in and said, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Tacos again. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, you've ruined it. No, come on, Basically, you've opened the dishwasher. I've opened the dishwasher, but it's just finished. It's obviously just finished its setting, right? Mm-hmm. So I've gone, opened it, and the dishwasher steam has sort of gone out of it, like all at once. You know when it does that? The dishwasher steam, yes. And I had my face in it. I had you eaten vegetarian. <laughs> you had your face in the steam, yes. <laughs> And I was kind of going, ah. And this person came in the kitchen and said, what are you doing? People do it private. They save their own steam, yes. <laughs> See, you ruined it. person came in and said, what are you doing? And I said, dishwasher steam. I love opening the dishwasher when it's just finished and getting the steam in the face. <laughs> and now <laughs> that story <laughs> is ruined by you. My point was we then had this whole conversation about whether that was weird. Um, well, there are probably better ways to get a steam in the face, but because I often find the, <laughs> I often find the dishwasher steam, not that I've got a dishwasher, is a stinky steam. Like it, yeah, but not at work. This one smells it's a little bit chemically, a little bit like, you know, the soap Is or there whatever. any worse smell than the closed dishwasher that's been opened with a load of dirty dishes oh, in it? Oh, no, foul. That's pretty – that's close to, you know, yeah. one of the worst stinks going around. Bin juice is worse. Bin juice we've all become accustomed to. You never quite get used to that dishwasher, do you? No, I'm the other around. You bin like juice it? really – if, if someone else – I was going to say don't like – yeah, I, I was going to um, – Continue the euphemism no, no, of was, things. I was going to shorten it down to an acronym and I thought, no, you can't. No, you no. can't. <laughs> Stuff of juice. <laughs> anyway, Lauren, we've got to get out of That's here. That's in my phone. Interesting. Mm. Uh, just you got to just time when you open the dishwasher next time, uh, and there'll be no embarrassing ruined. moments. Ruined. Lauren Clark. Don't open a- the dishwasher at work in a public space. <laughs>
<laughs> As usual. Yes, Farrell. Always lovely catching up with you. We shall do it again tomorrow for the final instalment of the week. And don't forget, we're going to be revealing the results of the bins of the... If you've got a feeling either way on Stupidly Bins, let us know because we, we're making the decision tomorrow. So far, looks like Stupidly Bins is toast. Yeah, it does. Stupidly Bins, by the way, for those of you who have just joined us today and welcome to you, uh, is a segment where we remind you what night to put your bins out. Uh, We've been having a listener survey to see whether or not we should discontinue it. Um, and we're not particularly <laughs> fond of it, so I think it's going. Anyway, all yep. that and more on Friday Mailbag. Till then, Lauren, speak to you. See you, Sparks. <laughs>